0: everybody, what is up? Welcome to the Spawn on Me podcast, episode 282, coming at you live and in your face from the mythical lands of Bracago. Uh, maybe in Wakanda, maybe not. We don't really know. Might have seceded from uh, the US of A, or uh, America as uh, Ice Cube spelled it. Right. <laughs> and never been more true. Um, for sure, for sure uh that voice you hear man of many names i want to make sure i get them all right oh wow he is the bruce wayne of Bracago. where does he get those where does he wonderful, wonderful toys, toys of That's course right. uh he is sneezes yes he is Caesus. he is stubby stan aka cicero holmes aka the baron of bourbon the baron of bourbon True. What, what what is the bourbon today what do you what uh it?
1: the bourbon today is some basil Haydens okay um, yeah this is uh so it is so there is the top shelf basil Hayden is generally the top shelf top shelf bourbon but there is a shelf higher than that and <laughs> can you there, reach it yeah there's a <laughs> shelf above those I gotta get on a step stool I've got <laughs> I got some step stool top shelf bourbon in my house okay. right now. So you show us yeah. splurge a little bit. Yeah, this is, well, so, so, uh, one, one of, one of my bourbons is, um, is yeah, like it's, you step on a step stool and then you stand on the counter and then you get another step stool and you get that one. Uh, nice. that's, that's what I got. And then, okay. uh, for my birthday, I, I got, uh, a bottle of Basil Hayden, which I'm, which I'm having right now. And then Thanks. a bottle of some of the step stool shelf bourbon that I haven't even opened. I've never even heard of this bourbon before yeah I haven't, yeah. I
0: haven't heard of it either. yeah this is oh, is yeah. is that an honor of talking to me is, is yeah, is, yeah. Is well you know yeah in?
1: exactly well so the basil the basil is definitely an honor of talking to you uh, it's an honor of big things that are coming up in the future um, us being in Boston in 24 hours. Um, true. you know, talking to great people, going to PAX East for uh, yes. the very first time and uh, having a great time, hoping to see lots of uh, Bricargo residents while we're there, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, doing great things, doing great, great things,
0: absolutely. Yeah, so for the audio listeners, we are recording this. On Thursday before right. Pax weekend, um, so by the time you hear this, our adventures will be done. That is correct. Um, but yeah, we're l- l- looking forward to it. I mean, Boston yeah. had their they had their tea party. It might have been a right. different kind of tea party in yeah. uh, Chicago, you know. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Might have, exactly. might have been throwing something different in the sea. Some yes, bourbon. sir. Right, right. right. <laughs> the uh, bourbon party. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, yes, and I. Yes. Am, uh the, the newly anointed, and I really like this. The yeah. Mance Raider of Chicago, no, the know, Mance Mance Raider of Milwaukee, of Milwaukee. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I mean Milwaukee. you could be
1: yeah. Well, I mean so that was the alliteration of it was okay. the Mance Raider
0: of Milwaukee. But I guess you, that one is better actually, Mance yeah. Raider of Milwaukee. It, it it does sound better. All
1: right, all right. Well, go ahead. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. All right, I'm, I'm I made Mance it for you.
0: The mass raider of Milwaukee. I'm, I'm the king of bones of Chicago. Yes, there you go.
1: There <laughs> you, you know.
0: go. I am north of the wall. Yes, chilling. Even it's it's uh, 50 degrees north of the wall though today. Man, it's, it's, it's nice. Balmy 50s. It's
1: balmy 50. you know you are a child of summer.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I'm I'm taking a hint from the Baron of, of Bourbon today. I am. I have some champagne here. Uh, wow! that that I had from uh, dinner with my fiance. Wow. Uh, I don't know if there's a little champagne thing of Bricago I can I can I can be, but putting out my wow. nom putting out my nomination, maybe I could be you know, I can wow. get another title. I could be up the C's level. Wow. of <laughs> stuff. We'll see. Um all right. So uh, thank you for listening to our last few episodes. Uh, and also thank you to the folks on X x-ray fm for uh putting us out in the uh oregon fm airwaves for yes, sure yes um keep in portland weird Keeping portland weird we are we definitely have, weird so yes go. We, yeah. we definitely keep it there um so wanted to jump in and just start a little bit about um what we're playing um and i'll start first um because really my thing is really division two yeah i have been knee deep i t- took a look at my U play Uh, it's much higher than I thought. Uh, (laughs) I've been up pretty late almost every day playing this game. I can say I am 53 hours into the Division 2. I have almost maxed out. I think the highest gear score is 450. I'm at like 447 or something like that. I've been going hard because this game is so addictive. Like I talked about last week, You don't even have to plan anything. You just start playing. You walk around and stuff just pops up. You react to it. Something else pops up. Something else pops up. And then somebody joins you or you see somebody online. You join them. You help them to a mission. It's just this nonstop train ride of cool stuff. And then I look at the clock and I'm like, man. (laughs) <laughs> I I I gotta go to bed. Um so I've been really, really happy with that. Just really, really thrilled um with 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 the game. Uh I have not played a lot of Anthem. Um and not because there's anything wrong with Anthem, um, but I've kind of I'm at that level with Anthem where you kind of get these You get these like three legendary contracts and three strongholds and that's pretty much it. Now they did drop a new Big Patch patch patch. that has like legendary missions where you can actually replay the core gameplay missions on a harder difficulty, which I actually think is cool. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I love the idea. Um, And they've also changed um, the way that uh, some of the loot works, they've uh, done these like LCN caches for the strongholds that'll give you like cosmetic gear um, and like that kind of stuff. Um, Still frustrated at just the lack of like, they have so many great customization options for the armor they have. Like uh, there's, there's like maybe six different things you can color but they just don't have a lot of armor in the game. Right. And I really wish that it had a little more so I could really, cause I love like swapping around gear and armor in like destiny and division and stuff. And, and, and it is missing that, especially in a game that's so heavily oriented around your javelin, um i really wish that like there were some more crazier things you could do but i i can say i've been super impressed by what people have been doing with the javelins i match up with some people and the colors they put together yes. are incredible yeah like i've been taking screenshots during the end mission <laughs> screen because i'm like how did they do that i yeah. mean it just it looks really really good so i am loving anthem i'm loving the core gameplay but i'm really really waiting for uh well i'll try out the legendary missions because that might be enough to sort of satisfy my itch um but i'm really really w- waiting for that cataclysm and the new sh- stronghold and stuff and that's not really coming i think until may i think so um see
1: what have yes. you been up to man listen so uh i've been playing not as much division as you have been uh um, yeah
0: I've, I've been going crazy whatever. yeah
1: so i'm still i'm still a small boy and uh you know i'm a little tyke i think um ooh man maybe a level 16 and okay. and so you know here's the thing like well first off i went to go and play the other day and ubisoft wouldn't let me in they just they, yeah they were like no our servers are not open to you we don't serve <laughs> your kind here um Wow. and uh it's like so mafia 3 right right so <laughs> oh, <shit>. so <laughs> so uh like so that was that was one issue but the other issue for me is like right now i don't feel strong enough or competent enough to go out and explore the world on my own and you know maybe that's maybe that's a failing of mine or maybe it's a failing of my play style. Or maybe I'm just a little punk. Um, you know, and, and maybe it's a combination of all of those things. But, but the thing about these games, the thing that's fun for me with these games is being able to play with my friends. Which is kind of what I was talking about with Anthem when Anthem first released. Um, and the problem with this game specifically, uh, with The Division 2, um, is if you don't catch up with your friends fast enough then uh yeah the if you don't catch up to your friends fast enough then then you're going to be left behind and if you feel like if you are like me where you feel like oh man these games are fun when you're mm-hmm. playing with your friends then you kind of you you don't miss the boat but you kind of you kind of do right so like, even with the group scaling
0: you, like you feel like that, that well, that's
1: true well well uh, only so the group scaling thing, it like that has to be negotiated beforehand. Cause you know, as I explained last week, if you just happen to play with one person, uh, who is, who is high level, who's working on gear score and they're not prepared to have your back, they're not kitted up to have your back. When you guys go to play right. together, then, then you're just going to, you're going to get melted. And that's just not fun. It's not fun for anybody. Um,
0: well, they, so, they gotta get a loadout, man. Right, there's right. Different loadouts.
1: Yeah, yeah. got have support loadout, solo right. loadout. Yeah, but you, you know, you got to negotiate that stuff. You know, it's got to be one of those things. Like, yo, can I play with y'all? But yo, I'm this. Y'all can y'all got me? You know, and, and so like you gotta you gotta play that dance first before before you can before you can jump in. Um, and that is. Uh, if we're you know we're doing the comparisons, uh, that is one of the one of the places where I think Anthem actually succeeds. Um, where where I'm not going to say the Division Two fails, but it makes it, it 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 complicates things a little, at least in my experiences. Um, I was able to play with several players that were 30 or above while I was playing Anthem, um, and I was a much lower level to get mm-hmm. me to 30. Now I will say that a 30 in anthem does not equate to a 30 in the division 2. I feel like the those journeys are very very different. Um yeah. so so like so so take you know take from that what you will. Um but uh what I will say, you know, uh, division 2 is br- is a brilliant game. A br- oh yeah. A brilliant game. Sure. It is a triumph unequivocally. Um where, when, you know, so when, uh, Ubisoft said, no, you can't play here, I said, all right, well, screw it. Uh, Anthem just got an update. Let me play some Anthem. And that's exactly what I did. And I went and played some Anthem and went to check it out to see what was going on with the patches. And, uh, what, one thing that was supposed to happen was it was supposed to do, the game was supposed to do a better job of, of getting you drops and, and, uh, yeah. you know, allowing you to get, once you are a higher level, to get you to a point where you're constantly, um, moving up the ladder so that you can, uh, attempt the, the greater challenges. I didn't necessarily see that play out in the hour or so, that hour and a half that I played and maybe I needed to play longer, maybe I needed to play some different stuff. Um, I you know, I, I went into some random missions. I tried to do a quick mission stronghold on Grandmaster uh mm-hmm. one and uh, i couldn't match make with anyone so it kicked me back out oh,
0: interesting. um
1: the uh one yeah, int- like
0: you're 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 on xbox
1: right yeah yeah i'm on xbox um okay. so i mean there are there if I, if i tried to do i didn't try another stronghold i just did some more quick missions and that was on hard uh and i was able to jump into missions no problem you know um that was that was not an issue one thing that they did change was that you can now go to the forge from Fort Tarsus without yes. entering a loading screen, which yes, is that's humongous. Yeah. Yeah. Humongous.
0: All uh, they gotta do is just put put that in the regular game <laughs> right out in the thing. Right. Yeah. But, so uh, well yeah, so uh, yeah, change. I yeah, I don't
1: mind the fact that they uh that they don't allow you to make those changes to your weapons or your loadout <sighs> while you're while you're out uh in the world i don't mind it for weapons
0: i i I can understand components need to be installed by these engineers but if i get a weapon i feel like i should be able to use it yeah that's my only thing it's it's not a huge down thing because i'm used to it but it would be cool if because like i got my first two legendaries uh ever in 40 hours of play i never got some and i finally got some after this patch Um, doing like legendary contracts from random people. It wasn't even a boss drop. It was just regular people just get, you know, and, um, yeah. And I I was like, "Yo, I want to check out what this is right right now. And like, I couldn't. So it it, it does make a little whimper, but it's not like game change, like game killing as a Reddit would have you believe. So, yeah. So I like here is
1: and it was explained to me and i agreed with it 100% and and this is the thing so when you're playing a game like division and you get a drop right you see that weapon you're out there with with three other people you guys have been on a roll you've been doing all the stuff someone gets a drop and now they want to look look at the drop and do do their stat checking yes and and it it completely grinds everything to a halt
0: Oh, I mean, you know,
1: and it, and it, and so, so from that perspective, I really understand that. And it makes you really think about what your loadout is before you go out and, you know, you go off and you do whatever it is that you're going to do. And I, I, like, I can appreciate that. And the, the other part of it is, the other part of it is that really works for Anthem in, in this, in this respective or in, in this regard is that, uh, Anthem, you play anthem missions in burst. You're always yeah. coming back, you know. So you're always coming back as soon as the mission, unless you're out in, in free room, right? And even even yeah. when you're even when you're out in the free room, there's only a, a fine there's a finite amount of things that you can carry. Yeah. So yes, exactly. so so you're only out there for 30, 45 minutes tops before yeah. you're like, all right, you know, I've got too much in my bag. I need to bring these goodies back home and unload them before I can go back out. So, in those 30 45 minutes, like how much how much more painful would that 45 minutes of gameplay actually be if every time you you receive something someone wanted to stop? And and oh, what is this? Let me check it out. You know, that 45 minutes turns into an hour and a half. And, you know, half of that time is just sitting around Watching, you know, m- you know, maybe for five minutes is you, but for you oh, know, f- and uh, right, who are you playing with? Ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't thirty know. seconds, yeah. fifteen seconds. Yeah, you you think it's thirty seconds? It feels like thirty <laughs> seconds to you, but it feels like twenty minutes to everybody else that's sitting yes, around that okay. didn't get a drop. So, so yeah, audience. so yeah, so that so that from that perspective, I I appreciate it, and again, I think it works well for anthems. Uh, uh, play style for the meta and, and anthem because of the way you know, you're always coming back to base. Whereas, uh, you know, division two, like you said, you just go out into the world. So, th- I mean, if you're out there with three people, you guys could, I mean, theoretically, you could complete the entire game without ever going back to home base.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, you know, you theoretically so, right. could. you wouldn't the, want to. You wouldn't want to, but yes, you, you theoretically could. could.
1: You, theoretically you could. Yeah. So, so, you know, so yeah, it works it definitely works differently um yeah. from from that regard. So, uh I definitely appreciate that. Some other games that I've been playing and you know, we talked a lot about uh Division 2. We we talked a lot about Anthem. Um uh one other game that I have been playing, there are a couple of games that I that that have released that I want that I haven't purchased yet. Um uh, but the the one game that I am playing right now that uh, is super cool is another game from Ubisoft, and that is Trials Rising. Mm-hmm. Um, trials Rising is, I mean, it is it's Trials, it's Trials all over again. Um, they've they've included. Uh, more multiplayer aspects of it. They've, um, they've made it so that when you're playing, when you're doing your runs, you're doing them against ghosts. Sometimes, sometimes you're actually doing them on tracks that are four or five la- lanes. So, uh, mm-hmm. so there will be actual physical representations of, of, you know, some people on your, on your friend's list some random people and you'll go through those runs against those people. Uh, And it's, it's so much fun And the, the level design is so inventive, man. It is, it is that game is so much fun until it is not. Um, And, 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 you know, and, and, and that's, that's kind of what happens with those trials games. It's like, man, you, you go through and you play and you have a good time and you, You know, you, you crash hysterically and you try something and then eventually you hit one level where you've, you've attempted it 42 times and you're like, all right, enough's enough. This isn't fun anymore. And, and like, I just can't see my way through this. Uh, And then you, then you put it down and maybe you go back and you play it again, or maybe you don't, um, but but the game is there. The game's in ex- relatively inexpensive, and it it looks great. The physics are phenomenal. It is very responsive. Uh, and if you you know if you're looking for a game that you if you're sitting around and you say look I've got twenty five minutes I've got thirty minutes to game uh, I want to be able to get involved in something uh, you know I want to have something that I can play where I feel like I've made some progress but I don't have to really sit down and and do a deep dive into it um before I have to go and do whatever it is that I have to do. Trials Rising is that game. It is it is phenomenal.
0: Yeah, it's it's a game where I um I don't I I know it's out for the Switch. To me it seems like the perfect kind of Switch game where I can kind of play it on the go while yes. I'm like, you know, in between my appointments uh where like I mean I just you know I just pretty much can pick and choose what Switch game I want to play at this point, um, so I do need to get that game because I think I think it's only like twenty bucks or twenty five yeah. bucks yeah yeah on the eShop. shop uh, yeah it is definitely sub or, thirty bucks you know so uh, actually I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it right now <laughs> oh, look at that look at that Cause, you're uh, welcome Ubisoft because <laughs> because uh, yeah you know if if uh, if if you haven't had a Nintendo console in a while, they have finally allowed you to like buy games via browser. And wow! Have them appear on your console. What a it's a big step for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: step. What a progressive move by Nintendo. Yeah,
0: yeah, big big yeah. step. I think you could do it in the Wii U, but it was really clunky. But now it's like more like you'd expect from a normal, right. a normal thing. Now, will it um, will
1: it push down to your console?
0: Yes immediately or yes oh okay oh yeah yeah it's 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 immediate oh okay yeah it's okay. immediate like my switch is hooked up to wi-fi now so right. and and like it'll do it while the console is asleep so you'll wake up nice. and it'll just be on there very it's good very cool very good very good um, they're they're trying <laughs> they're <Very> trying <laughs> <laughs> um all right so we talked a lot about games with gear right now we're gonna talk about Gear with boxes. That was pretty good. Oh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was that was pretty fire. I know you're not supposed to congratulate yourself on your no, own transitions. Boom, but pal! Surprise! Oh, yeah. But like, I'm horrible at them, so I, <laughs> I, I'm congratulating myself. So I don't care. Um, so the big news of actually today, this actually dropped today on Thursday, is Gearbox announced the long-awaited third game. In the Borderlands uh, family. So Borderlands 3 has been announced. I know a lot of people have been waiting for this for a long time. Right. Um, They had, like, Borderlands the pre-sequel. They had Tales from the Borderlands, like the Telltale game. And then they had, like, the first two, like, canonical games. So, like, this, I guess, is the fifth game in the overall franchise, but the third of the main uh, games. Right. I am not a huge Borderlands fan. I tried to play one and two. I own both of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what, but they just did not grab me. I found the humor to be forced. Hmm. And I feel like they were trying to make me laugh at stuff that I just didn't find funny. Right. And I've heard from people that you just got to stick with it, that it will pay off. And I just have not done that. So, there. you know, I, I definitely have to take one day or a weekend and just sit down and just grind through them. Because I have heard that in terms of, like, loot and stuff, that the game is pretty dope. It's like kind of like yeah. Diablo-ish with its right. uh, loot and stuff. Um, and I've heard, I've always heard about this thing. Apparently there's some weapon in one of the Borderlands that's like a shotgun that shoots shotguns or like something right. crazy <laughs> like that, that i hear a lot of people always referencing when they're talking about ways to make the loot and say a game like division or destiny like more interesting right. they're like always like look at look at borderlands they got crazy insane stuff right um so i am excited but not from like personal experience i'm more excited that like maybe this is a game that'll get me into this franchise and then I'll go back off of that and then play the the uh the, the uh previous ones. I've also heard from a lot of people that Tales from the Borderlands is the best telltale game. Yeah. Um yeah. I did not finish it. Um but if it's better than Wolf Among Us, which is my favorite probably of them all um in Walking Dead like the first season. Right. That, if it's better than those, then I'm definitely, I definitely need, need to get on that. So uh see, are you Borderlands fan? Uh what's 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 your opinion on the news here?
1: So um uh when I first moved to Chicago, a friend of mine and even before then, uh friends of mine, you know, because I am a a big computer tech nerd and I work with big computer tech nerds um, a lot of my friends tried to. They are like crack dealers tried to get me to play, um, World of Warcraft. Oh man! And, and I said no, and I continued to say no, and they're like, "Oh, it's so good, it's so addictive." And I said, "That's exactly why, I <laughs> I will not play those games." Um, and then the first Borderlands came out, and I played it over at a friend's house, split screen, uh, and then I immediately came home and bought the game. Um, and, and I started playing and before I knew it, it was four o'clock in the morning (laughs) and, and, and it was the very first time that I had done the just one more mission. I'm just going to go and do this thing and then I'll be done. And I realized then that I was even more wise than I had originally thought. And I thought I was pretty wise y'all. Um, and th- that was, that was the moment when I realized like, oh wait, yeah, I can't do these games. I can't, I can't, uh, I couldn't have done World of Warcraft because Borderlands was so addictive. And again, back to that thing where playing with your friends, going out and doing these dumb things, but the loot in Borderlands was the loot in Borderlands still to this day trumps any of the loot that you get wow. in any of these other games. Um, because it's nobody gets the same thing. Okay. Nobody has the same thing. So you may have the same model weapon. you may have this uh, the same gun from the same manufacturer, but your your gun does something that my gun does not do my gun has a scope that your gun does not have they are different they cool. are always going to be different um and and that like I've never seen a gun duplicated in in that game and that's what makes the game so great is that like oh I've got this but it does this and and okay. th- yeah so like that part is great um I do think the humor is probably, yes, it probably is an acquired taste. And, you know, all humor is subjective. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of understand that part of it. But it, once you get into it, if you can get a good group of people together and go through and play the game, the game is, is incredibly fun. And I think it is funny uh, once you start meeting the claptraps and you and you kind of see this kind of like irreverent, morose, um, you know, dark humor that is uh, that is littered throughout the game. Um, you know, some of it is very forced, but some of it is forced to the point where it actually is funny. Uh, and and the loot is the loot is is like, is super super good and the you know the mission structure is such that it's like oh, all right well yeah i'm just gonna go and do this mission i just gotta go over here and do the thing and then you go and you do that thing and then you go and you're like oh wait a minute but this guy wants me to do this other thing and this game is so much fun let me just go and be, you know and before you know it it's five o'clock in the morning um it mm-hmm. is it is it is a really really good game now having said all of that i played and finished borderlands one um, I played Tales from the Borderlands. I bought Borderlands 2. I did not finish Borderlands 2, and I didn't get the the Claptrap Edition special, whatever it was, where it was like Borderlands 1 and 2 and 1.5 or whatever, whatever that that mid middle game was. I didn't get that, um, mm-hmm. and I, you know I'm. In some ways, I feel like Borderlands was before its time and of its time um, because it, yeah, definitely hit that Diablo niche. But since then, Destiny and The Division and all of these uh, looter shooters have come out. um, But like uh, Borderlands was the original kind of co-op, co-op shooter on the console. Um, And then when Borderlands 2 came out, I just think it didn't come out at the right time. And I wonder if Borderlands 3, I wonder if it's going to be one of those things where Borderlands 3, like its time is gone. Or will people realize like, oh, wait a minute, this is kind of how it's done. Like you don't have to have all the pretense of all of these other uh, mechanics that, that that all of these games have. Um, You just have to make a fun game that gives people reason to come back and play every day. And the reason you go back to play is like, oh, I got this gun. This gun is dope. But let me see if I can get this a better gun, you know, by doing some other things. Um, and, And and you know what? And that's enough. Like, I don't need. Uh, you know, I, I can have the specializations of the different characters that I use, but I don't need like I don't necessarily need a raid. Um, I don't need like goofy like crazy sci-fi elements. I don't need to fly around in in a you know an Iron Man suit, albeit that is incredible. I've never experienced a, a sensation like that uh, like I have in Anthem. But yeah, Borderlands is really dope. But I'm I'm really I'm really going to be curious to see uh when it does release mm-hmm. how it how it will resonate with the communities at large.
0: Well, I'll be curious and and I couldn't find if they announced this, but this is a my assumption is it's a single player game. It's not like a games as a surface type game the first two. Obviously, were just single player games. No, no mean, they weren't single player. They were co op games. Okay, I, I mean they were not games. Mo, they as a, were, yeah, yeah, they were right, not right, right. As as I you say, destiny likes right. Yes, uh, I'm really hoping this is not. They don't do that, right. and they just make just a just a co op. You know, game that, you know, maybe you could do four players, three players, two players, but it's not like one of these games that people are are going to be like, where's the patch? And, you know, and where's the reek? You know, I'm hoping it's not another one of these games. I'm really hoping. Um, I'm hoping that I don't want Gearbox to bite off more that like they can chew because they've definitely had some uh, some tough years between uh, Battleborn and uh Alien colonial marines um right. which both did not do well um I still have a soft spot for gearbox sure wait from way back when they ported halo 1 to the pc <laughs> and I used to be on the gearbox forums a lot and they were like super they were just super transparent and just really great devs um you know like so, so so I always want them to uh, do well. So, you know, I'm I'm uh, so yeah, sh- shout out to the Borderlands fans out there. Um right. let's move over to some S- Sony specific news. Oh. So, Kazurai, yeah, right who in April um last year stepped down as as the CEO um to be the the um director and the uh chairman, you know, he is retiring from those. So, he's retiring from Sony uh in june wow. um really really huge news because you, you know he he uh, oversaw the launch of the ps3 right um now the ps3 is one of those things where some people have good opinions about it and some people <laughs> hated the fact that they launched with this cell processor that no one knew how to code for and sony priced it crazy and like hooray i think he was the one that said like you'd want to get a second job right so right. uh, you know right. you know if, if if you want to be a elite gamer you know you, you'll just right. get another job um so he definitely had his 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 missteps but you know he, he's had 35 years um you know at like sony and i'm sure that he's still gonna be an advisor and stuff but um, you know, I, I think, you know, with, uh, Reggie stepping down from right. Nintendo, right. uh, r- recently, this is another like big dog, right. um, that is leaving, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that like, uh, S- Sony is like d- definitely in, in like uh, good hands for sure. Um, you know, with, with, uh, Yoshida, but you know, this, this is a big deal. So, uh, p- peace to Kazurai, man, you know? Yeah. Um, because yeah, uh, Son- Sony definitely I think benefited from having you know a visionary as as uh, he is right uh, under his uh, under his watch. Now, did did, did you have a PS3? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, PS3? yeah. I've 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 had
1: every PlayStation console. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah okay. yeah. I've had every PlayStation console. Uh, I had a PSP. I did not have a PSP Go. I did not get a Vita. Uh um, okay. so yeah so that's that's kind of but uh, yeah I've owned I've owned a, an iteration maybe uh, I was uh PS2 at launch PlayStation later in the in the life of the of the console PS2 at launch PS3 a little bit later maybe a, a year after the PS3 launched um but yeah I've I've uh and and uh PS4 also a little bit later but uh, I've at at one point or another, I've had all of the, the PlayStation consoles and, and Kaz has been he's been there for all of it.
0: Yeah, I I, I got a PS3 right at the end of its life cycle. Um, I think I traded in like my Wii and a bunch of other games. I picked up a PS3 like right at the end. I think it was like a couple of weeks before the PS4 launch. <laughs> Perfect timing. So like they had all these great sales at GameStop. Sure. So I was able to get huge discounts on like I, m- I remember I bought like the Uncharted trilogy which I had never played before. Right. I bought the God of War trilogy. I bought like he- Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. Right. And uh, I remember you know I played the Destiny one beta on a PS3. Wow. And I was like, this game is awesome, mm. you know. Um, and then that that game was actually a game that made me get a PS4 because. Wow. I was like, I love this game. I want to play it the best way that it is, Um, and I was able to, you know. And then when the PS4 dropped, they they like had these deals like, hey, if you trade in your PS3 in some (laughs) games, you can get a PS4. So I actually got a PS4, I think, for like maybe fifty bucks or something. Wow! You just Um, bought your PS3 yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I only had my PS3 for like maybe a couple of months. Wow. Wow. um but but no i mean i mean i played through all three uncharted's um i found out i hate god of war right um well well th- well the, like, yeah, original right, three. right um and uh yeah and i loved heavy rain like heavy rain's an amazing game mm-hmm. i still love it actually i think that's coming to the pc too i saw some story oh really where, where they're bringing over um um all those uh they're bringing over heavy rain beyond two souls and, and uh become human to right. the uh, pc uh, which is great. Yeah, all, all those David, Sony exclusives. So. All those
1: David Cage games. Yep. I, you know, I man, I wonder how those games will translate to the mouse and keyboard because motion controls played such a a big role in in how those games operated. Um, it it'll be interesting. To see how those mechanics, how they try to translate those mechanics to um, mouse and keyboard. Now, obviously, if you use a controller, um, yeah. it's not going to make it's not going to make that much of a difference. Except for uh, they used a lot of the six-axis support um, yeah. on the PS3 for Heavy Rain, uh, specifically. I, now, I don't remember. I didn't play uh, Beyond Two Souls, so. Um and, and which basically from what I hear yeah, that kind of game developed. that yeah that game didn't really have a fail state so like, got
0: Willem Dafoe in it though I want to yeah, check it out yeah yeah I love uh, that dude
1: yeah yeah uh and it's got uh you know uh what's her name you know um from that movie that everybody loved uh even <laughs> nice. even 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 I did um uh, when she was pregnant
0: oh yeah way way way, way too <laughs> yeah way to, yeah way to narrow it down um, that, you know that yeah like, yeah also also those games coming <laughs> exclusively to the epic game store as well right. so yes so ellen page win. yeah ellen page yeah yes. so an, yes. another win for epic yeah uh what yeah what were you talking about where she's pregnant I'm, um uh, what was the name of that i think Steven. of inception like when i think of like ellen page uh, you know, yeah
1: no 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 she was uh man it. what was the name of juno Juno was the name of the movie. Okay, I don't, yes. I
0: don't I don't I don't think I saw that actually. Oh man,
1: I um, I just ruined Juno for you. Juno was a great movie, great, great Thank you for film. ruining and, yeah, no problem. and for the audience as
0: well. Thank you for ruining that. For yes. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, um yeah, cuz right, yeah, so, they're, better, they're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um we got some industry news um that is once again adding to I think a, a last couple months of really hard uh, layoff news from different sectors of the industry. Um, Electronic Arts announced that they're laying off 350 people mm-hmm. uh, from marketing and from production. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, y- y- you know, this is only about about four percent of their 9,000 employees. Right. But um, these layoffs continue to make news because, I mean, I mean, first of all, even a little bit of people getting laid off is still people that. You know got to find a new job and like there's some people that just got hired recently and some people that moved cross-country with their families and like all that stuff but the other thing is that this is the game industry coming off of a year of record profits you know like we always hear about how both the ps4 and and the xbox one have sold more than any console in history Right. right and the switch is you know right, is like, uh, right on the heels as well yeah um obviously these big third party people are like you know big reasons because they're making most of the games that are selling these like uh, consoles um so it does continue to frustrate folks um like why are people getting laid off and i know that layoffs in any industry like, most companies just do them, like, like, like they usually don't warn you, like, hey, you might get laid off. Like, they kind of just do it. <laughs> um, but the video game industry has been particularly brutal, I think, because, because of the fact that a lot of times people are laid off, as I said before, after they've moved or after they've, sure. you know... Um, and, um, because a lot of like video game work is not from full-time employees, but from contractors and part-time people, they get like, you know, no severance, and right. no, they get none of that stuff. They just get let go. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, what, 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 what are your thoughts on uh, this one? see yeah.
1: So man, and, uh, you know, get, get your hate biscuits ready, um, so the the first part is yes, of course uh, it is horrific when when uh, if you are if you were one of those 350, um, if you were one of a you know, member of their family, you were one of their friends, you were a co-worker that really enjoyed interfacing with them and and the and the joy that those individuals brought to the workspace. Um, and you know and again, it also makes, the workspace a little tense, um, especially since people had the sense that things were going to happen be- because uh, travel had been uh, they had stopped traveling. You know, they they put basically a moratorium on travel. They put a hiring freeze on. So people knew that there was something going on. There was there was definitely something in the air. Uh, so people were kind of on edge. Um so that part uh definitely i i can i can understand and and uh empathize with those feelings um but the story on on its face uh is it was not something that that necessarily disturbed me um and you know i know that's not necessarily the most popular opinion to have um but but it's it's the fact that this is a company of ten thousand, and and three percent of those people got laid off. You know, I work at I work in an organization that is also you know an organization of more than ten thousand, and uh, it is uh, there are there have been times where a a you know a single digit percentage point uh you know full single digit percentage point of people are laid off and it is terrible, but it is a thing that happens. It is a cycle of business. I like, I don't think the the issues uh, or, or the, the, the the fact that these people were laid off was, was, uh, was uh, kind of a, a, uh, a symptom of video game corporate greed. I think it's just another part of what, corporate life is like. I don't think that these people, um, that there was something unique that was happening in the video game industry or something unique that was happening in EA, um, that would, that would have, uh, made this any different than it would have been if it were IBM or if it were, you know, Apple or any other giant organization. Um, so, I mean, it sucks for those people, and it sucks for the people that were affected. Um, but, you know, it's it's just a thing that happens.
0: Well, I, I agree with you that it is a thing that happens in corporate, but I think that's something that has to change. Like, I think that a layoff should be when a company is either in trouble or sensing that they might be in trouble later. It shouldn't be like, hey, we just got record profits Let's lay off people right. like that to me is the dissonance of it. If this was like, you know, um, Sega back in the day, right? you know, and they just released like the 32 X in the Saturn and they're right. like, Hey, we got to lay off some folks. I'm like, okay, I sure. understand. Right. Like, but I feel like, you know, I agree. This is something that companies do all the time, even successful companies. Yes and
1: especially successful companies
0: yeah (laughs) yeah and like i don't i mean i necessarily don't agree with it i think that if you have record profits you should be doing your best at at trying to keep everybody that you bring on
1: right and
0: again you know this is a whole other conversation but when your ceo makes you know thousands times as much as the workers right and you're laying off people right like, just how about you just take some of that money and, uh, you know, right. help save people's lives? So, yeah, well, yeah, you know, well, yeah, yeah I, that's a whole yeah. nother conversation, right? I mean, it is, it
1: is, a, it is a whole nother conversation, <laughs> yeah. but I like, I do feel like the the blizzard layoff was much more egregious than this. Oh, it was. Um, and and so you know, so from that perspective, like I do feel like, yes, this is this does seem to be, um, it is it is, is basically a symptom of a greater problem, and 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 the and this problem is greater than video games. It definitely is. This is this is a corporate culture problem. This isn't even an American corporate culture problem. This is a a you know global culture uh, corporate culture problem. And, uh, you know, we just we just got to see a small bit of it here at EA. Um, But, yeah, uh, if uh, if there are video game, you know, there are people in the video game industry that hear the sound of my voice. There are 350, at least 350, very, very talented people um, from from all over the world, or at least all over the country, that used to work in mm-hmm. electronic arts, um, that are looking for work, um, go, and, go and find them.
0: Yeah, I, I do like how the gaming industry does come together. Like, yes. it's there's been so many layoffs in the past year, but right. you've seen people, like, create google documents which people's information and you see all the marketing people like saying hey we got jobs here we got jobs here i heard a lot at gdc that like people were really doing work at setting up these networks and making sure that people knew who to reach out to and what to do if they got laid off so i feel like like the like 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 the people in the industry are coming together to help other people that are less fortunate and that's a positive thing um because layoffs are inevitable, I understand that, but it's the record, it's the it's the record profits mixed with how much the CEOs are making that right. makes me just be like, sure. man, come on. Sure. Um, all right, so let's dip out of reality a bit, get into virtual oh. reality. Oh, oh, that's that's another one that I'm trying to get myself. Yeah. Here. yeah. Um, and let's talk about No Man's Sky. This is a game that launched, believe it or not, in 2016. So. That's crazy. Uh, Almost three years ago, right? Um, it was a game that was very maligned when it came out. Even though I liked it, I mean, like, Ka had a whole website on right. it, um, and they have announced VR support. Um, another free update to this game. They've basically yes. had all free updates yeah. since you know it launched and was missing some key features. So, like, this is going to be. V- Virtual reality. This isn't like a virtual mode in the game. It is literally the whole game, as they say. You'll be able to play in VR. So that's everything from walking around the planets to going underwater, to, to flying from ground to the air to space to another planet. I cannot wait to experience that. By the way, yeah. um To like the dog fights and like and like interacting with the aliens. I mean, this is the entire thing um and this will be both for PlayStation VR and for Steam VR which supports both Oculus um and the Vive not sure if it'll support those newer Oculus things i know Steam VR i know it supports the Rift i don't know if it'll support those uh, new ones
1: well like, the Rift S you know. i would assume it's it's yeah, it's functionally I w- the same
0: yeah I, w- I would assume so it just doesn't say it and i don't know if it doesn't say it because it's not out yet probably right. um but, uh, yeah, I'm super excited for this. Um, as, as with most of these games, I hate when people, when a game doesn't l- launch perfect, they lose their mind and say, this game is terrible and we'll right. never care about it. I love to see like the devs push on and on and on with right. their product that they love and just make it better and better. And I think Hello Games has done a fantastic job with just continuing to improve n- No Man's Sky And I can't wait to jump back into it. I jump back every time there's like an update, I jump back in. Um, And like, again, it's not, you don't have to play it every day. A game is not a failure if you're not playing it every day. Right. But it's just cool to have, you know, like for the last three years, they've had this consistent launch of like free stuff that's been able to jump in and just dive into that world again, which Mm -hmm. I, which, which I really, really love um so unfortunately for you know xbox fans there's no vr there so it won't be for that right, version right um but it's pretty cool to jump on playstation or steam yeah. um now i know that you are an elite dangerous evangelist yes sir uh, do you plan well, wait do you, do you have a vr uh headset i do your not pc or your I, playstation i do not
1: okay then you do not plan on jumping it um well I wouldn't I wouldn't plan on jumping into No Man's Sky anyway. Um mm-hmm. not not because uh you know not because there's some kind of NMS hate, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I don't have any NMS um, animosity. animosity. Um But uh but like it, it, you know, I I've got my space game and and that's really what it boils down to. Uh, and you know, not to, not to say that and, there there can and there's only, only be one. only room for one space, right? Game. Right. Well, there's only room for one all-encompassing space game, I think. And that's that's the thing. It's like both of these games are time sinks, and, and you know, and and to be honest, Reef, if I had if I played elite and I knew like elites, my jam, right? And I knew almost immediately that Elite was going to be my jam. If I hadn't played, like if I had just gone over to somebody's house and played Elite on their Xbox and was like, oh, this is dope. And then I had my PC or or my my laptop that is VR capable, then 100% I would have bought a VR headset. 100% I'd be playing Elite. And the reason I don't have a VR headset right now is because I just don't feel like starting over in Elite. Um right. uh on but I desperately, desperately want to play Elite in VR.
0: It is fantastic in yes. VR. It's one yeah. of the premier VR experiences, right. I think. Right. And, and and like I don't even play Elite that much, but the time I played it was in VR. Yeah. And it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I, I yeah,
1: I desperately, desperately want to play Elite in VR. And and you know, if if at some point uh frontier frontier developments uh comes out and says, oh, we've uh, uh now allowed you to carry over your accounts from from uh one platform to another then oh then a hundred percent I'm I'm migrating even if it was like a one time migration Hundred percent I'm migrating my account over from the Xbox, even though I love it. It's on it's in four K, it looks beautiful, all of that stuff. I migrated over to the PC in a heartbeat and buy a oh, VR yeah. headset. Um so I could play that game of VR. Um but, but yeah, and, and like I, I like I, I have I've played zero seconds of No Man's Sky, um, but I can definitely see the appeal um but again it's just i you know i barely have time i'm a level 15 for crying yeah. out loud in division 2 because i just don't have time to play it i yeah. definitely wouldn't have time to play no man's sky um because you got to dedicate the time to it in order to get anything out of it and and it's just not there for me so see
0: i i think it might be less time than you think i think no man's really? sky is a game that you can dive in and get a great experience in like 30 minutes an hour and dive out i don't think it I don't think it requires those long swaths of time. Like it's cool just to, at least, like for me, Mm -hmm. it's cool to just fly to a planet, like see some stuff and bounce out. Like that's cool to me. Okay, you know, like you don't have to necessarily do like a mission. Right. Like, like it's cool just to be in that world. Like I, I, I kind of like that. But do you own No Man's Sky? I do not i did not i think it wasn't a plus game one month i I don't don't remember i i I thought it was on one of those if it was then i may have it if it
1: if it was not uh then i don't have
0: it because i know i know
1: i have not purchased it
0: yeah yeah i'm I'm not sure if it was or not uh yeah, well, I, according to the chat it was not and like, yeah i i, yeah. I, I believe yeah. the chat so yes yes yeah. chat, <laughs> um, chat facts chat facts yeah chat facts um, um all right so yeah. I, I i think that's it for uh for this episode oh really
1: that's it that's it that's what we're, we're gonna we're gonna leave on me saying no man's sky is is not trash but i'm not gonna play it all right that's- well,
0: I'm 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 looking at the time, Right. <laughs> I mean, and the time has come. I'm looking at the time; the time has come. Uh, so, since since uh, you think every video game is trash, aside right. from Elite Dangerous, uh, why don't you give the social media business for the folks? Well,
1: uh, in while you're flying around in your spaceships, uh, in your in your imperial cutter. Um, if you, if you're sitting around waiting for your, uh, docking pass to be granted, um, go to all your social media platforms and search spawn on me. That is where we are. If you want to follow us individually, check the bios. Our information is right there. Uh, spawn on.me is the website. You can find, uh, this episode, all of our previous episodes, things that we're doing, uh, up next, check that stuff out there. Uh, spawn on me podcast at gmail.com is the email address where you can email us, ask us questions, tell us, uh, funny anecdotes, all of that jazz. Uh, this episode is on Twitch, twitch.tv slash me every Thursday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Check us out here. Throw your biscuits in the chat. Or if you miss us there. You can listen to us on uh, via your eardrums in podcast (laughs) format on uh, your favorite podcatcher. If it's a place where you can rate and review, please do so. And obviously subscribe and tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell the aliens. Let them know that the first communication from Earth should be the Spawn on Me podcast. (laughs) Yes. uh, And guys, we are supported by Patreon. And if you would like to support us on Patreon, go to Patreon.com slash spawn me. You can donate as little as a dollar a month to get great content such as the unbelievably uh, wonderful Spawn of Me After Dark podcast and a couple of other bonus things that may be coming up. Uh, you know, a couple of us have been at some conferences. A couple of us have gotten some interviews. Maybe that stuff will be there. Um, and maybe it'll be some other places. The other thing that you can do is check us out on Tuesday on xray.fm 91.1 on your FM dial or 107.1 on your FM dial in Portland, Oregon, 1 p.m. Pacific every Tuesday.
0: All right, dope. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And with that, we are out. Have a great week. We will see you guys next weekend. We will recap all our PAX East information and maybe even talk about some C2E2 stuff as well. Yeah. We'll be talking about all that stuff. So to everybody, for the the Baron of Bourbon, the Bruce Wayne of Bracago, sneezes, Seezus. For the Mass Raider of Milwaukee, the King of Bones of, of, of Bracago, I still gotta think of a champagne thing, but right. I, I I had a whole hour to think of right. it and I couldn't. Sharif uh, Champagne King, what are you talking about? Sharif Champagne King, <laughs> uh, fine with me. Sh- Sharif Champagne King of Bones. Yes, there you it. go. <laughs> 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 kind of long, but I could do it. Uh, we are out. Peace, Peace.